Broadcasting live from Sokenzan, crucible of defiance on the plain of Kamigawa. This is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome everybody to Tap Tap Concede. My name is Graham. Joining me is Cameron huh? and Nelson. Hi there. And today we are going to be talking about some Kamigawa uh, Limited playing Kamigawa on Arena. Um, a, a way in which Arena has done a bad, uh, which I'm unfamiliar with, but Nelson knows about. And uh, a a curiosity in the latest arena update that uh, is bugging some people. Not not like the arena app update, but the uh, text update from from the developers. So we'll we'll get we'll get into that a little bit. But first, we're going to remind you all that if you uh, eschew arena and wish only for paper, or just want to play with some some paper cards, you can get those at cardkingdom.com. Please check out cardkingdom.com/lrr. That uh, helps them know that we've sent you over there and we do that because they're great and they have good pricing and very excellent customer service and real fast shipping. And if you tell them loading ready run sent me button, please, they'll give you a little one inch button, which currently says, hi, roll. I'm dad. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> uh, and of course, this show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. So I want to talk about this arena update. Um, they released their uh, state of the game for Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. They've made a couple updates to how casting cards with an additional cost uh, works. The, the explanation that they give is challenging and they finish it with like, just trust us. It makes sense when you see it. And it does it. it I'm not going to try explaining it for exactly the same reason, but they've streamlined the process when you need to like pay X and also an additional cost hmm. for stuff like the new, um, the marches, the sort of the new Kamigawa shoals, the like X spells that you can also exile cards from your hand. And they also mentioned like Torgar from Dominaria, for example, where it's like, you know, you can sacrifice a bunch of creatures and stuff. Um, so they've done that. Uh, they've added all the fancy lands. The new the Yukioe lands are like five thousand gold or gems. Aye. <laughs> yeah, it's like twenty bucks, <laughs> twenty five bucks. I mean, so they it's... knew that they were gonna get to twist the knife on that one, right? Yeah, I just got the John Avon um, unhinged lands from that event, that decathlon event. But these Yukioe events are so nice. I know, real nice. Um. But uh, but the, the the bit I wanted to talk about here. Oh right, and also sorry, uh, Ninjutsu. They, if you haven't had a chance to experience it on on Arena, uh, it's very cool. <laughs> um, they stop at most stops. You can, if you want to get real fancy, you can put a stop on your own like end of combat if you want to, for whatever reason, Ninjutsu your creature in like after damage, which you can do mm -hmm. on Arena. They assume you generally don't want to so if you have to put a manual stop in for that but it will stop and then the ninja in your hand like lights up with little spinny shurikens on it and is like pick me <laughs> you know flash me in boss uh so it's it's really obvious when you're able to do that which is nice um but the part of this article that that people are sort of like i think approaching with uh you know a accurate amount of kind of confusion and um, I can't think of the other word for it, but people think it's silly. It's the state of alchemy. So they're talking about alchemy because um, we, again, alchemy is tied to the set. So we've had the alchemy in Estrad. 
Alchemy Kamigawa will release sometime in the second half of March. So it's going to have 30 new cards that will work in Alchemy and Historic. Uh, and they say they'll be revealing more about that expansion um, during weekly MTG on February 24th. And uh, they they are confirming that Historic is going to only is going to continue forward as an arena format that will only have the digital only or balanced cards. They're not adding, uh, they're not going to add a historic queue that uh, only uses cards that you would be able to play in paper. They're like, no, no, this is what we want. We want historic to be a digital only thing, but they realize that people want the, so this is them, you know, acknowledging that people are like, wait, stop. we liked historic. We didn't want this digital stuff, you know, please don't. And so they said, look, we, we know that people want a sort of a true to tabletop non-rotating format on arena. They say exactly what this upcoming format will be is still under consideration because we want to make the best informed decision we can. That takes time. There are a lot of things we need to consider and solve before we have our answer because a big part of supporting an internal format is setting it up for long-term success. Part of this does include incorporating player feedback alongside working with our organized play team. And you'll begin to see some early testing of what this format could be in a few of our upcoming midweek magic events. In short, we're happy Alchemy has found its audience, but we also hear your desire for a true to tabletop rotating format. We're working on it, and we hope you'll be patient with us as we decide on what's next. So, good news, they've heard that feedback, and they are committing to providing something for that. Weird news is that exists. <laughs> it's called Pioneer. Why is this confusing? Right. Recall Pioneer Masters or whatever it was called was on the Magic Arena roadmap. Mm -hmm. And then they took it off to add the like uh, they 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 removed it to like work on it some more. And then they did the the Amonkhet remastered thing. And then they added Jumpstart Historic Horizons and and things like that. And they just haven't talked about it. And, And as many, many, many people have pointed out on Twitter being sort of baffled by this, by this, uh, uh, statement is like, there's only a hundred cards, I think, or a hundred cards that matter that are relevant in pioneer that aren't on arena. And it's and anyway, the point is it's, there's a lot of the arena team here is saying like, well, we just got to figure out what this is. And, you know, we got to do some testing or whatever. And it's like, you have it, you already have pioneer. Why not do that? <laughs> yeah, give us 2021 and 2020 cards, and uh, most formats are only 100 cards away. I mean, it's 100 more cards for Pioneer. It's probably only 150 more cards for Legacy and 200 more cards for Vintage. Yeah. But but they told us that they would give us Pioneer. Like, I remember. Yes. I was there 3,000 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and they haven't they haven't come out and said they're definitely not doing that, right? And yet they told us, we know people want a true to paper format the as the if Pi- they haven't already decided what it's going to be yeah pioneer masters uh, was going to be um combining cards from all the sets that are currently legal in pioneer putting them together you were going to be able to draft it which sounds pretty sweet and it was originally planned for release at the end of 2020 then pushed back to 2021 for play testing and then in july 2021 they put it on hold uh because they, it was stated that Wizards of the Coast schedule didn't have room to focus on growing a unique identity for the historic format while fully supporting Pioneer at the same time. So now that they've said that they have historic being what they want historic to be, 
and want to investigate what a non-rotating tabletop, like true to tabletop format could be. It, what, you, you have that already. I don't know, I, it's very strange. Yeah. Uh... I'm confused. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's what everyone's saying. Like all the, like the thing is, all the the sort of the 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 hot takes from the Twitter discourse engine that I've seen are not like mad or 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 you know um, uh, angry or insulting. They're just sort of like, "Are you okay, yeah. wizards? Do you right. you you have this? You told us you were gonna do this, and then you put it on hold. And why? What? Just do pioneer." <laughs> You know, because it's a it's a real format that exists in paper and that they supposedly um, support, and that I guess people would be playing if there were magic fests. You know what it reminds me of? Announcing that you were going to have a combined draft format that was going to be curated new sort of masters like experience between the two sets that happen on the same plane back to back, <laughs> and then releasing every single card in grayscale. Here you go. It's we curated it. We took a hard look and decided nothing needed to be cut, not even the second copy of Bramble Armor. Did you did you play any double feature? I played once. It was okay. Yeah. I I liked I liked getting to see some of the cool interactions between the the Midnight Hunt cards and the Crimson Bell cards and I looked at some people's deck lists and read some tweets about people who actually really liked the format and that was fine. Yeah. I yeah, I, I around the same time I took one more tilt at Crimson Vow and I still I haven't gotten up to 10 drafts on Crimson Vow which is super low for me. Mm. And for whatever reason just that set didn't grab me. I like the cards for constructed. Mm. Double feature was wild cuz of course on arena they don't the cards don't look any different. So it's basically just like this weird mashup thing that ha- has it's just higher power cuz every pack has two rares. Hmm. So there's just a lot going on. It's very easy to get absolutely destroyed. Hmm. Or occasionally, if you're lucky, you can you can do the destroying, but that doesn't come up a lot. Um, but but yeah, it's closer to being a master set just because there's more rares, right? Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't really have much else to add to the Pioneer Discourse. I'm not a constructed player, so I wouldn't play it. But people want it, and I think that Arena should give people Pioneer, and I think that this statement of like we just got to figure out what it's going to be sounds very weird when everyone seems to know exactly what it should be except wizards except obviously wizards knows all about pioneer they just chose to say this instead so do you want to conjecture cam oh i've been trying to think of like what could possibly be going on where they don't want pioneer on arena yeah, I have two p- potential options. One is the same one I put forward when it was like, why haven't they curated the set they said they would curate? And it's just like lack of communication, mm-hmm. internal yeah. lack of communication. What's just made up of humans and we make mistakes and the company keeps getting bigger. So it's got to have some challenges there. So that's possibly the case. If not that, then maybe there's an internal pressure to get ready to drop Pioneer sort of like extended was dropped in favor of a, a new non-rotating format, non-rotating um, in this, th- that has fewer sets. Like if you look at the history of people playing, people doing things with their standard cards after rotations, like we've had, you know, extended and we still have legacy kind of, although legacy in the past couple of years has been really like neglected, like that just doesn't have as many 
as many BNR changes as the community, at least the loud community on Twitter has clearly wanted. Um, you know, and then like we don't talk about extended anymore. Extended doesn't exist. And then modern and pioneer kind of occupy the same space. Mm -hmm. So maybe there was a meeting where it's like, okay, this is how long it's going to take to actually get to pioneer since we're pushing it forward to focus on jumpstart historic horizons, to focus on um, alchemy. You know, at the time they knew what those were called. So there could have been a meeting a year ago or two years ago or whatever. And then once they figure out, okay, so Pioneer Masters can't come out until at least 2023. And then at that point, they're like, so wait, how how wide will Pioneer be? How many sets back will Pioneer be? Oh, that's actually outside of our threshold of like what we have the bandwidth for to kind of safely play test. Like maybe they know mm -hmm. that like 10 years of magic sets, or it's got to be shorter now. It's maybe it's total number of cards because they release more cards per year now. Some total number of cards, once it's outside of standard, it's like, well, there's going to be a broken combo or six. So it's going to have a really rough start if we release Pioneer and people start playing the heck out of Pioneer um, hmm. when we release it then. So maybe, and this is just tinfoil hat time, this is just conjecture, hmm. maybe there's a new non-rotating format coming that they intentionally want to have uh, be smaller. And it'd be less work on the arena team if it was just like starts with Ixalan or... Yeah. Or it could start with that one kit because the cards are already there. Because like more than half... So Pioneer legality starts at return to Ravnica um, and goes up to obviously the present because the whole point is that it doesn't rotate. So um, uh, currently on arena is Kaladesh forward, which is more than half of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So return to Ravnica block, original Theros block, Khan's block, uh, battle for Zendikar, and then uh, and Oath of the Gatewatch, and then Shadows over Innistrad and Eldritch Moon, uh, and the core sets 2014, 2015, and Origins. Those are that's what's currently not on Arena that is technically in Pioneer. But as again, as many people have said, it's like of all of that, there's like maybe like a hundred cards that actually see play in Pioneer. So it seems like just do do yourself a pioneer remastered or pioneer masters like you're originally planning and then there's a way to get everything on, on and on, and they on could do it quick too if instead of having like a master set that's draftable they could rescind that and just they could say, just do it like the, the like Alchemy the historic Packs anthologies that they've been exactly. doing where it's like yeah. here's 25 cards for pioneer give, yeah give gems please yeah exactly they could do yeah. the anthologies and they could just bang out four anthologies or they could do like a they could do a jump start for it where it's like yeah there's a hundred cards there's going to be a hundred packs maybe that's Ooh, just jump start would be set. sweet yeah I mean they'd sell it what did they do with alchemy alchemy it's basically just like they were all rares right and so they could just say like attached to this other historic product or something attached to this other non rotating product on arena you can get the pioneer pack. Once you have the full set of the first one, you only get rares when you open those packs of the Pioneer cards. Mm -hmm. That's how alchemy works, right? If you have a full set of Crimson Vow, then you always open alchemy cards? Uh, the other way. Okay, you, all right. If you open a pack of Crimson Vow, you're only ever going to get Crimson Vow. But if you open a pack of Alchemy Innistrad, you're going to get alchemy rares until you have all the alchemy rares, and then you're going to get Innistrad right. rares. But they still, they have a way to just say like, oh, there's 50 cards we want to inject into a format. Pay pay for them. Yeah. 
Yeah. They, exactly. And they and they're happy with that. So they could just do that for Pioneer as well. Yeah. So anyway, just find that odd. Um yeah. speaking of things that are odd, Nelson, what's this arena thing you wanted to talk about? Okay, really odd thing in arena. Uh Twitter user Andrew Jabs, Jabs21 with like six A's. Um posts that they lost during the arena qualifier because their opponent was exploiting flickering their cards and this prevented jabs from ever getting priority for their spell to resolve so it's kind of like if you remember we've talked before i think on this podcast about you know hearthstone um there was nasdoramu for a while where your opponent only had 15 seconds to react and then there was another thing for a while where you could stack up a whole bunch of animations right as you ended your turn and then on their turn they never got to do anything because it was just animations. They just had mm. to wait out their entire rope, watching your cards do their little, you know, dances and explosions or whatever. And this is somewhat similar. It appears to be like an extremely, if I understand it correctly, it's like an extremely like micromanagement heavy. Like this person has like the Starcraft background or Minesweeper or whatever. They have to like click on each individual one of your opponent's lands really quickly. Maybe that's what it is or all of their permanents in a certain order or at a certain speed. And it'll prevent your opponent from getting priority. So I, I looked on the, um, you know, bug bug report page on feedback on wizards. And it goes back to, there's there's comments here back to last October um, wow. 2021 and there's been no word yet from the arena team that I can find but there have been s several upvotes um, so I don't know as far as I can tell this is a like very difficult to produce cheat huh. uh, but the most kind of damning and problematic thing or like you know, the biggest problem about all this the reason I wanted to share it is just that jabs email support and they get back to him with uh, we can't give you a win for getting into this situation, even though like, you know, you have a video recording of like, you would have won the game if your spell resolves. Um, they removed a loss with, during this qualifier. So uh, Jabs had another chance to play, but you know, maybe they won, maybe they didn't. Um, so they gave him something, but some they did, Jabs didn't get a, a response they were happy with. The biggest problem is just that the support agent comes back with, uh, we don't consider this an exploit because this is how the game functions for all players. Meaning like anyone could theoretically learn how to destroy arena, which isn't <laughs> the attitude we want from the people in charge of arena. We want them to make this not possible. That's so arena is like magic, not like hearthstone right before a patch. Like it went, this does yeah. happen in hearthstone. And when it happens in hearthstone, the devs come out and say like, sorry, there's a few things we're going to do for one. We're going to make the cards that create this cost another mana for the next week or something and then we're gonna or right away we're just gonna shorten all the animation times or we're gonna remove the amount of ram that your computer takes to do it or something yeah, they they have ways to fix it yeah they don't like, just say anyone could do this so it's your fault the problem is anyone can do this yeah, yeah that's the yeah. entire problem <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't mean it's not an exploit. It is an exploit. Yes. You're you're using the client, you're using the like computer to cheat at magic, right? Yeah, the the the, the solution is not to say, well, we've investigated and found that this because this is democratic, it's not actually a problem. Yeah. Like what? So, yeah. So that was yeah, that that was just wild. I couldn't believe that um a support agent wrote that back to a player. Um and 
Yeah, I am confused, just like the previous thing we were talking about. I am confused. Getting that email back and reading it and saying, like, we have investigated and discovered that you got owned, lol. (laughs) (laughs) Get good. (coughs) Yeah, this is not considered an exploit as it is how the game functions for all players. Make sure to manage in-game time carefully to avoid Mm. a match timer loss, and best of luck in your remaining games. (laughs) Like... <laughs> like I want to recoiling pay, in anger. Like I want to give the GoFundMe to pay for Aunt Jabs's new monitor, right? Like <laughs> or keyboard, right? I'm just ready to flip my entire standing desk. There's a response in this Twitter thread that uh, you're talking about from someone else uh, having the exact same thing happen against the same opponent. This right. is a player that just just does this when it looks like they're going to lose. Yeah, it might all just be from exactly one player. Maybe they need a certain hardware setup. I don't know. But what we can tell is that like the response from support is abysmal. Yeah. Um, I still don't even understand how actually to do this, which is fine. No, that's I'm... not provided in this Twitter thread. Yeah, yeah. But that's... Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's the whole thing. That's just uh, a thing that happened. I, I read the tweet two weeks ago, but we had the PPR and everything. We were busy with that. And I just wanted to bring it up because it's just a really interesting and bizarre piece of arena news. And like we said, a very like sort of uncomfortable kind of pathetic reaction from the, the support agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird anyway. And, and yeah, they had no one's, there's been no news about that. So if you suddenly can't take your turn, Hey, maybe you're playing against this. If one you person. can't take your turn and all of your lands are lighting up like Christmas twinkle lights. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Just record a video and post it to Twitter. It's probably not uh, going to happen for you, but. Yeah, prob- statistically unlikely. I've yeah. never encountered that, but that's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have encountered is playing a little bit of Kamigawa on Arena. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. I did two seals, and they were very, very quick because a sealed goes fast when you go uh, 1 3 and then 0 oh, 3. Um sorry Graham. Yeah, that was it was <laughs> it was annoying. Um this especially the second one I was like, "Oh, this deck seems awesome." And then it was just like there's a lot of removal mm-hmm. uh, in this format and um uh being on the play I think is pretty important and I I, I just kind of got rolled over. Um I've done a draft which I think went very well, but I haven't actually played any games with it. Um, yesterday on LRRMTG, Adam and James did a draft and uh, had had a bit of success, and that looked very fun. They were in, I think it was green-blue modifications. Ooh. And so they had the um, this artifact creature, which I'm just going to remind myself the name of. It's a 2-1 for 4. Tawashi Guidebot. And when it enters the battlefield, you put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature you control, which could be itself. And then for four and tap, draw a card. This ability costs one less to activate for each modified creature you control. So you put that on itself and it's only three. Uh, if you have a second Tawashi Guidebot, as they did, uh, then it's only two. They, they got to a point where it was like one mana tap, draw a card. So it would be like, End of your turn. Tap, draw a card. Tap, draw a card. Great. You know, like it, mm-hmm. this could be free, right? You, this yeah, could it goes just down to zero. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so uh, that was exciting. And the uh, one of the cards I absolutely got ruined by in those seals I mentioned was a fairly innocuous looking common of Jukai Preserver. 
three and a green for a three three enchantment creature human druid when jukai preserver enters the battlefield put a plus one plus one counter on target creature you control so like worst case scenario on its own it's a four mana four four which is pretty great mm -hmm. also an enchantment creature for added synergy value has channel uh for two and a green so discard jukai preserver put a plus one plus one counter on each of up to two target creatures you control that is a wild combat trick which would normally yeah. be pretty good but in this set remember now you have two more modified creatures so it's like extra bananas yep you got yeah. two modified creatures you've got two creatures getting counters in combat to counter stay you're winning combat uh presumably um yeah very strong yeah yeah this reminds me a bit of there's uh there's also a green ninja that adds mm -hmm. a counter when it comes into play I think all the green ninjas are really good. There's not yeah. a coiling like stalker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I opened it in my sealed pool and it didn't quite feel right for my deck, but in the modified deck. Ooh. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Very, very cool. I lost a, I've played only one sealed so far. I lost one of my matches too. And I wanted to say, I totally sympathize with going 0313 and sealed. I <laughs> tend to be like really bad at arena release sealed. Um, mm. Draft, I'll usually start kind of holding my own. But I'm generally like, I'm terrible. Okay. At Still after 30 years, hmm. I just like sealed, I'm, but I'm generally like, okay. But this was, <laughs> this was like, I, I don't even know. So, you know, anyone who's ever worried about uh, us getting an unfair advantage by having to the, by having the PPR worry, not. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, you've you've got the advantage back in your core because your brains all still work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I hope. Yeah, or you know, various other reasons that you have advantages. But I lost to the rare green ninja, uh, along with oh, Springleaf Avenger. Yeah, Springleaf Avenger. Just yeah. uh, the trigger didn't matter because I died in combat that turn. Yeah. But it was just like being able to pay four to pump your creature for five mana. Right. And I still thought I was going to go to two, but there was this creature I didn't understand was an onboard trick. It's a blue uncommon. I'm sorry, I don't remember the name. It's not a ninja, but it's like a 3-4 that says when it's tapped, it turns into a 1-1 one, one unblockable, but oh, you can yes. pay to untap it. It actually is a ninja, but... Oh, it is a ninja. Okay. But it doesn't, doesn't have, have ninjutsu. ninjutsu. It fuels ninjutsu, yeah. right? It's like a ninja. It's a ninjutsu enabler. Yeah. yeah because Cameron it's unblockable. Had this, we talked yeah, about that this... a lot. I, I played it in my sealed pool. and yeah. Right. Sorry, I was in the other pod. Yeah, he's yeah. the social engineering guy, right? He just shows up mm. in the building with like a tray of coffees and is like, can someone get the door for me, please? And everyone's like, oh, oh, sorry. So yeah. did you ever activate after blockers? Uh, I No, I don't think I did, actually. So I died to that because if you untap it mm -hmm. after blockers, it's still attacking, yeah. but now it's a 3-4 again. Yes. So, so you, you were aware of that. Operative right, is the I name did. of the card. Thank you. Futurist Operative. Yeah, yeah, three and a blue for a three, four human ninja. And then it's this weird thing. As long as it is tapped, it's a human citizen with base power and toughness one, one, and can't be blocked. Yeah, it's got the cloak of invisibility, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, you can pay two and a blue to untap it. So Yeah, just take the coat off whenever you want. Yeah. It's like, oh, before we move to damage. Haha, -ha, it's me. So I, so I took something like eight extra right? Plus five, yeah, seven, seven extra damage at the, beyond what I could block. I couldn't block this and I didn't have enough blockers for like one other attacker. Oof. So then, so then the green ninja turns that one, one into a six, five, and then this turns itself into a three, four. And I died in combat that wow. same game though, actually speaking about bugs, this one, I imagine will get fixed soon. Um, but on mobile, if you reconfigure your reconfigure creatures off, like say you have your, um, uh, extraction octopus and mm. you pay two to just turn it back into a creature and stop being equipment 
if it's like attached to a tapped creature, nothing happens visually. And Arena doesn't give you a log of like what reconfigure did. Like reconfigure is multiple ability. It's a modal ability, right? You can mm -hmm. use reconfigure to just be like the same way you used equip before, like attached to this creature. Mm -hmm. And that's what it looked like. So although that's kind of a punt in game, like just spending extra mana to equip is something that you only normally do in Judge Tower. <laughs> um, God, I miss hanging out and playing Judge Tower. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna take a minute and cry. Okay, I'm back. Um, so it just looked like the thing was still attached. So I thought my opponent just misclicked and then I attacked and they blocked with their tapped octopus that's like on top of another creature. Like they blocked with their sword. Oh, so it was a visual yeah. bug that they they had they had unattached it. Oh, mm -hmm. but it yeah. looked it looked. But the the equipment creature that was was technically untapped looked tapped. Yeah, like it, you know, I I see I see this right. I see like equipment on top of creature, and then I attack into it, and then like this gets highlighted, blocks, and then like untaps and turns into a creature. During oh, blockers, that's yeah. weird. Yeah, I haven't well. seen yeah, that on, on. It's a known bug. I found okay. out. Okay, I haven't seen that on the PC one yet. So I got my gems back, which is fun. Oh, nice. My other fun story was, or sorry, I have two more. I'll tell you about my other loss. This is like the best curve I've seen so far. I think this beats any PPR curves. Hmm. I took a screenshot. My opponent starts with selfless samurai on turn two. Okay. Ben Wheeler did that a bunch of times. Great start though. Turn three, I try to block. They have the combat trick pig. So they kill my blocker and they gain some life. Hmm. The uh, it's an it's one of the reconfigure or no, it's not. Is it a reconfigure creature or just an artifact creature with channel? Uh, sorry, the combat trick. Pig. Yeah, six mana, five four haste, but you can channel it for one and a red, and it's definitely a boar. Oh, here we go, Iron Hoof Boar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five four, yeah, five four trample haste for six mana for one mm -hmm. and a red creature gets plus three plus one and trample oh it's a uh, brute strength or whatever yes it is. Yeah, yeah exactly plus three plus okay. one and trample so i get i blow i play a two two to try to trade with the bear or a one three i think and they they trample over it right i played the i really like this there's a there's a new uh like a mer basically uh it's a two colorless for a one three that taps for a colorless and th that colorless mana i think can only be used for artifacts mm, but my deck yeah. goes into that but i still really like that our we've got a mana dork that's a one three that's not just in green anyways, but that died to the pig and then turn three, they play Ryu storm's edge. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. And their other creature is a samurai. So that's a lot of hurt for me that turn. And then turn four, they, they do their double attack again, or sorry, this is turn three. They played the combat trick turn four. They play Ryu turn five. They're, they're doing all the combat. I've, I've played some chumps to try to block and then they flash in the wanderer mid-combat ah and they didn't even go for lethal they just kept their other their blocked creature alive and i was like sweet i'm gonna be fine no they just had a burn spell the next turn they just had like two oh, wow. face but yeah that's that's the coolest curve i've seen it's like the boros samurai's feet ryu and wanderer <laughs> that's amazing yeah okay the only game i won i managed to beat ryu uh because they put twisted embrace on it twisted embrace is an amazing card by the way mm. Two black black for a uh, an enchantment enchant. I think it's creature or artifact, and as long as the enchanted permanent is a creature, it gets plus one plus one. Uh, uh, so you can do it to a vehicle, and then when the vehicle animates, it gets plus one plus one. And when it enters the battlefield, destroy a target creature, planeswalker, and opponent controls. So like it 
counts as controlling an enchantment. Now you have a modified creature. You get to kill something. Your creature is bigger. Like this card just does it does it all. So they put the twisted embrace on Ryu and uh, killed one of my blockers and attacked. Uh, and I luckily had lethal exploit, which is the minus two minus two. Uh, with an additional minus one, minus one for each modified creature you control. I didn't have any modified creatures because they killed it, but it did make Ryu a 2-2. Two, two. So they still got their extra combat step, but Ryu was dead. Mm. Hmm. Nice. But that's that's about it. I, I want to talk about a card that I missed completely because I didn't see it during the PPR, but that um, Adam and James were using on LRMTG yesterday. Story Weave. Mm-hmm. So two and a green for an instant. Choose one. Put two plus one plus one counters on target creature you control. Awesome. Three mana combat trick. But it's counters, so they stay around. It the thing, you know, it's modifications. Great. That's about or, as good as that jury preserver on the first. Yeah, game, honestly, right? that's a pretty yeah. fine combat trick. Yeah. yeah. Or put two lore counters on target saga you control. The next time one or more enchantment creatures enter the battlefield under your control this turn, each enters with two additional plus one plus one counters on it. Let's remember this is an instant that yeah. puts lore counters on yeah. a saga. So if you have a saga in play on chapter one, then on your opponent's turn, say when they attack, you put two more counters on it. You get you get the chapter two ability, then the chapter three ability happens, it gets exiled, it enters play. And it's too bigger with counters. That's ridiculous. And then you block their walking skyscraper with your 12-12 Michiko. <laughs> or you could do this on your turn, right? You'd just be like, all right, I'm just going to advance this saga, get the value for chapter two, get my chapter three, get my creature into play. Also, I'm just going to play this random enchantment creature. It also comes in larger. It says the next time one or more enchantment. Oh, no, no. Just in one. Sorry. It's not as cool as I thought. You only get one instance of that. Yeah. But if you have any way to create multiple enchantment creatures. Is there something from Theros that does that? Like, is there a thing that puts out token enchantment creatures? Yes. There's a uh, something intervention. Minotaurs? It two makes minotaurs? two oh, yes. centaurs. Two three threes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So you story weave for no value, and then you play that, and then you get two five fives. Perfect. <laughs> Okay, that's still not as busted as I thought, but <laughs> it is very, very strong. <laughs> if you have a saga, you get an enormous enchantment creature at a surprise. Like, sagas aren't supposed to go off at instant speed. That makes it very, very good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to be a fun card for Commander, I think. It's going to be a fun card to lose to. <laughs> yeah. It's also, a, yeah, it's a pretty wild combat trick. Yeah. I uh my first deck so my only my only sealed I've done so far. I have opened up a second seal pool, but I haven't got to build it to play the games yet. Um life is busy. I want to play more Kamigawa. Do we have to record this podcast? Um so <laughs> well, I we're, we're here now. Yeah, I mean might as yeah, well. Might as well, yeah. yeah. Um so I opened up Mech Titan Core and like uh, my first search for like artifact creature or vehicle, like I just I just searched artifact. Mm -hmm. And then I clicked everything that had a power toughness. And that was already like 43 cards. Like I had 26 cards I could play oh, across shit. all the colors that were that were artifact creatures or vehicles. So I'm like, okay, this is happening. Mm -hmm. um, and then I whittled it down to blue-white. I had two of the uncommon 3-4 nice. that makes a pilot. So that was really that good. That card was... I had a blue-white vehicles deck in one of the seals that it deserved so much better. That deck was awesome. 
Uh, but it, yeah, yeah, it was doing stuff and making pilots and and like crewing a vehicle that let you randomly crew another vehicle for free. And oh, it was aw- it was super cool. Yeah, the cars deck is pretty fun. So in my first game of this format, my first game of Sealed, my opponent gets Goro Goro kind of quickly, oh, but yeah. I draw the Mech Titan core. Most of my deck is artifact creatures and vehicles. So he manages to attack and make a dragon once before I can activate, but then I attack, I make the, the token, I have a 10-10. I like the way it's templated. You don't ever get the Mech Titan core back, but your vehicles are safe. Like the, There's no like respond, instant speed, blow something up to like, five for one you it's, yeah. a, it's a bunch of mana and you do like take your permanents and turn them into a different permanent um this doesn't have protection so i think the worst thing that can happen to it is the arrest yeah. or if or the or the phyrexian completion thing mm-hmm. if they tap if they tap it down or if they keep it from attacking that's such bad news for you but if they mm-hmm. kill it at least you get all your stuff back the mech so, titan core by the way is yeah. a two mana vehicle it's a two four crew for two not tremendously exciting on its own but five mana exile it as you say that just gets exiled the core goes away forever but then you also exile four other artifact creatures and or vehicles you control to create mech titan a legendary 1010 construct artifact creature token with flying vigilance trample lifelink and haste that is all colors yeah yeah so you get to make you just slam with that immediately when that leaves the battlefield uh, return all cards exiled with Mech Titan Core, except Mech Titan Core, to the battlefields under their owner's control. So all the bits fall off if they deal with it, except for the ways that you highlighted just now. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to play this card, like cards that sacrifice a creature maybe get a little better, but it, it, just being able to put this in play and attack once is pretty good. If your opponent has like three copies of Tamiya's Completion, maybe stop trying. Yeah, I feel like um, a 10-10 Flying Vigilance Trample Lifelink Haste is pretty good. But I... it was such it, it was still a good game. Like my opponent managed to not block the first time and then attack with something that was going to die to the Mech Titan just so they could spend seven mana or five mana and make a second dragon token. And then the next turn they would have been able to trade if I didn't have a pacifism. Yeah. So, uh, can, yeah, Cam, what's up? I, I just wanted to say that I love the way that they imply scale in this art oh yeah victor victor adam magna is knocking it out of the park yet again yeah with the um and it's not the scale birds it's not the building in the foreground that's right it is the uh the 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 raleigh scattering the fact that you see the sky in front of this right it's been shifted because there's so much atmosphere between you and it i didn't know that's what that was called yeah raleigh scattering um, it's nice. why the sky is blue, but there's enough atmosphere between you and this thing that it is sky tinted. That's so good. Which so is... there you go, dads and moms. Next time your kid asks why is the sky blue, you can tell them because Victor Adame Menges is incredible. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I saw that he had put up the art for the Mech Titan core for auction, mm-hmm. and I, because we'd seen some of the set at that point, and I immediately messaged him because he was at a PPR, and I was like. Did you also do the art for the Mech Titan token? He's like, I did. I was like, is that going up for auction? It is. And I was like, tell me when that goes up for auction. <laughs> uh, it it immediately went out of my price range. It, I think it went for yeah. I think it went for five figures, which uh, yeah, is fair. because there's a huge original painting. Yeah. Um, uh, I think he also sold the maquette because he likes to to get the lighting correct. He likes to make physical uh three-dimensional maquettes to oh really to use this reference yeah so oh, there's a cool. yeah so there's there's a there's a <laughs> there's a mech titan action figure kinda that's 
and unspeakably sweet. Yeah, it's very very cool. So good 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 for him. Uh, bummed I don't own it, but then I I can't validate that much money. <laughs> yeah, if you can't get the Mech Titan on um, on your wall the original, like, you know, most of the 9 billion of us or whatever can't, um, except for that one person who won the auction. Congrats, by the way. Well well done. Hmm. Um, or the other auction for the core. That's cool, too. I recommend just getting the Mech Titan into play. Like, this token is fun. <laughs> Having a bunch of cars around anyway is fun. Mm-hmm. And then occasionally, you know, if you play enough games with the Mech Titan core, you're going to swing for 10 eventually. Have you had opportunity to uh, jam anything on Arena yet, Cameron? I might it's only be been out for a less than a day as we speak. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Good. <laughs> I said, do we have to record this podcast? Cameron said, Porque no los dos. Yes. Yeah. Well, cause again, the set has been out on arena at time of recording for less than 24 hours. Yeah. I'm doing a bad. No, you're fine. I'm being greedy. No, I meant like in, in the sealed pool. I don't know. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, nice. Paul's got a shot of the pieces of the Mech Titan. Oh, oh, wow. It's, that's awesome. There are, uh, that's a Tyranid <laughs> at the bottom left. Right? <laughs> I love it. It's all made out of plasticine and yeah. clay and things. Very cool. <laughs> yes, that is rad. <gasps> oh, that's awesome. Uh, okay. Since since last we spoke, they've also revealed all of the um, contents of the two commander decks. Mm-hmm. Um, right. There's a red-green s- samurai deck well at least the commander is a is uh chishiro the shattered blade a snake samurai uh who is two red green for a four four and whenever an aura or equipment enters the battlefield under your control create a two two red spirit token with menace at the beginning of your end step put a plus one plus one counter on each modified creature you control pretty cool Mm -hmm. and then the other deck is vehicles it's a kotori pilot prodigy one white blue for a two four moonfolk pilot vehicles you control have crew two so that makes some worse but that's going to make a lot of them better yeah i don't think you include this in anything with a crew one well vehicle well i don't think this ability granting overwrites right like usually right yeah if you give if you give a creature first strike after it already has double strike, it still just has first strike as well. This doesn't change anything, but right. like it, but like it, then if there's another that creature also. that's like, hey, creatures with first strike also have lifelink, then it'll have lifelink. It's like a creature getting exalted and exalted, then it yeah. has double exalted, but so which actually does something. If your card has crew one, it'll still have crew one. Yeah. Um, now I would like to read the FAQ on this card before uh, you go out and do that play, but I'm pretty confident. Yeah. Uh, Kotori continues, at the beginning of combat on your turn, target artifact creature you control gains lifelink and vigilance until end of turn. Uh, and there's a bunch of cool stuff. That deck, by the way, um, has a, it's, it's got the, it's got the raffle copter in it. Um, uh, where is it? Uh, yep. It's got smuggler's copter. It's got and smuggler's copter. bangers, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Smuggler's copter, Weatherlight, sky sovereign, peace walker, Colossus, Raiders carve, cultivators caravan and the colossal plow uh <laughs> as well as as well as a bunch of new ones but uh i i love that it's got oh and does uh, uh parhelion 2 don't ask about parhelion 1 and <laughs> and um <coughs> and some new ones i want to talk about one of the new cards from that deck um that's not actually a vehicle um drum bellower 
This sounds like commander shenanigans. Mm -hmm. Two and a white for a 2-1 flying spirit. Cool. Untap all creatures you control during each other player's untap step. Oh, boy. Oh. I thought they stopped making those. It doesn't yeah. say lands. It doesn't say lands. No, just creatures. But, like, get yourself oh, yeah. a tap utility creature, and then you just, like... Do, 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 2022 do. appears to be the year that planes tap for green mana. Right? <laughs> mm -hmm, like, yeah. like, white hasn't had enough of an identity for a long time. Fine. Let's just take greens. <laughs> Everybody likes green's color identity. But Let's green, give it to one. Of, doesn't one of the Niv's Mizzet have a tap ability? Yes. Yes. The first one. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes. But, I mean, this isn't a crazy exploit if you're just getting a bonus one, but, like, it, it's still good. Yeah. This is just, like, a really solid card for commander play, mm -hmm. right? You mean getting mm -hmm. to attack with your token army or whatever kind of for free. Even just effects that give all your creatures vigilance is good. Yeah. But yeah, any tap effects you have, convoke spells, you know, the list goes on. This is a powerful and often banned effect in Commander. There's a reason yeah. the Corsair of, or uh, Prophet of Group Fix isn't allowed anymore, right? Speaking of convoke, uh, don't forget about improvise, because this mm -hmm. deck also has a card called Organic Extinction, which is eight white white with improvise, meaning you can tap artifacts to pay for the generic mana. Destroy all non-artifact creatures. But I'm organic. I know. <laughs> it's not for long. <laughs> oh, dear me. Yeah. Wait, the organic part or the I am? Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, I think I think uh, you'll appreciate this, Cam. Mm -hmm. uh, they've, they, they've finally made a counterspell that's just called Access Denied. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's three blue blue for an instant counter target spell. Oh, hey. Create X one one thopters with flying where X is that spell's mana value. This seems like it would be good in uh, lander control. Maybe, yeah. yeah. It's five mana, yeah, but, I mean, but it's like, also a win con. But Jaws <laughs> sees Highlander play, right? Oh, the, uh, counter yeah, the five mana four or five counter shark. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is an instant, so instead of being a creature, if you yeah, if you're not getting into a in, into a counterspell battle with someone, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, no, mm -hmm. I don't hate this card, and I'm sure that all of the various Brea commander players, uh, you know, especially the ones that we're friends with, will be uh, really enjoying this. Expect this to get sleeved up in various places. And mm -hmm. also, sure, it won't hey, be the last we've seen of access denied. Master Chief Shield. Oh Did yeah. What? That's kind of like yeah. the, the shield right. made of hexagons, the dome yeah. shield made of hexagons. Cool. It is colloquially known as the Master Chief Shield. Nice. If it's a wall, then that's an AT field. But the dome yeah, it's is totally different. Yeah. Can uh, we talk about Blastoise? Or go ahead. What did you want? To oh, yeah. This? Let's talk about Blastoise, the Kappa Cannoneer. <laughs> so uh, this is. Oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. A five and a blue for a turtle warrior with improvise. It's got Ward 4. And whenever an artifact enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on Kappa Cannoneer, and it can't be blocked this turn. So quite a few things going on there. Um, someone asked on Twitter whether it sees itself, because it is an artifact creature. So like when an artifact, it says. Oh, yeah. Typically, the way they template that is whenever card name or another artifact. Mm -hmm. But... I'm actually confused rules-wise whether or not this sees itself because, like, whenever card name or another artifact does seem uh, redundant, right? 
yeah. but I know that the uh, like the searing blaze artifact from the main set Neon Dynasty, the the red uncommon that you can sacrifice to, for four mana to deal damage equal to the number of charge counters. I'll, I'll just try to find that one real quick so we know the name of it. That one says whenever this or another, and obviously printed around the same time. So I'm curious whether it gets its own first counter, but also just e even without that, Dragon Spark Reactor. So this one has like almost the exact same kind of trigger because it cares about artifacts entering the battlefield. But Dragon Spark Reactor says whenever Dragon Spark Reactor or another artifact enters the battlefield. Um, so that's a question I have. <laughs> Um, and at I tried to check on the pilot card too, the Kotori, and at time of recording, the gatherer for these cards isn't up yet, but it will be soon. And otherwise, though, I think this this Turtle Warrior, as cute as it is, it's Blastoise, it's obviously kind of funny looking, it's got a huge like laser pack on its back, um, it looks a little tired maybe, but I think this card is pretty real, like I could see this getting into various Eternal decks, like definitely Canadian Highlander, um, you know, Improvise isn't quite as good as Delve. But it's not terrible either. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's a legacy deck for this card. Uh, you can't play these in modern, right? I don't think so. Usually, no, command, yeah. commander cards aren't in modern. Um, it's confusing because those I think it does see itself because I think it would just say another, right? If it, if it didn't see itself. Well, I think I I will wait and read. I'm sure that I'm sure it'll be included in the Oracle. You know, first questions or whatever. Yeah. Or we'll find out soon enough uh, if someone casts it on MGGO or a, another judge who understands the way this templating is, is worded better than mm -hmm. I do uh, chimes in. So maybe even in the YouTube comments, scroll down and we can answer that question right now. But regardless, I think this is a very good card. I want to talk about, I want to talk about a uh, card from the other deck now, a Red Wrath in the way that only Red can do it. Um, collision of Realms. Six and a red sorcery. Each player shuffles all their creatures into their library. Each player who shuffled that sounds a, familiar. Yeah, each player who shuffled a non-token creature into their library this way reveals cards from the top of their library until they reveal a creature and puts that onto the battlefield and the rest onto the bottom of their library in a random order. Well, so it's warp roll, but just for creatures. Yeah, but you oh, only get one. Oh, yeah, right. you only get one. So it's like chaos warp, but all your creatures become one creature. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this if is you have if you had no creatures or you only had tokens, you don't get anything. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Sorry. It's a, there's no line in here that says for each non-token creature. Nope. <laughs> That's a funny thing about reading magic cards. Like, not only do we miss things, but we also just our brains put things in that we're expecting. Like we a lot add of lines. Yeah. Yeah. We mm -hmm. we we remove and add lines for reading cards accidentally. Anyways, so everybody loses all of their creatures, and as mm -hmm. long as you had at least one non-token creature you get the top creature card from your library after you finish shuffling. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, that I, I love how it's just like, you know, I bet from the very beginning of the design of this card, they were like, oh, this is going to be a seven mana red sorcery. <laughs> you know, it's like, how much yeah. mana should be? It should be seven. It's not going to be six. Don't worry. Hmm. It might be eight if we make it a little too good. <laughs> if we make it uncounterable, it can be eight. But, the, yeah. but six and a red, this is the base type plan for, we're going to do something goofy, you know? <laughs> I like that a lot. Also, there is, there's another Tanuki, which I'm excited about. There's only one in the main set, but there's Tanuki Transplanter, which is three and a gr green for a two, four artifact creature equipment dog, because it has reconfigure for three. Mm -hmm. 
Whenever it or the equipped creature attacks, add an amount of green mana equal to its power. Until end of turn, you don't lose this mana as steps and phases in. That could be quite a bit of power. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if there's many of the attack multiple times decks that play green already, but gets in there. Yeah, Ben, ben put that whole deck together, and there's another card in this in this deck, the Aki Battle Squad, that would go into that brew that he put together for the PPR. It's five and a red for a 6-6 six, six Goblin Samurai. Whenever one or more modified creatures you control attack, untap all modified creatures you control after this combat phase. There's an additional combat phase. This only happens once per turn. Well, that card kind of slaps. Yeah. So he was like, no, but why? Why didn't I know about this ahead of time? <laughs> okay, we're running a little low on time, so I want to make sure that we talk about new all-format all-star swift reconfiguration. This is a one-white mana enchantment aura with flash and enchant creature or vehicle. All right. um, Enchanted permanent is a vehicle artifact with crew five and loses all other card types. So... You know, as you're beginning to read the card going down, we're used to like white spells that buff our cars or buff our creatures. But no, this is like a new, new, new swords to plowshares just dropped. Mm-hmm. So there's there's some combo enablers here where if you turn your own creature into not being a creature anymore, then it doesn't care if it has minus one minus one counters put on it. So it can be used proactively on your own stuff to set up loops. Um, but it's also just like, yeah, now they're their Birds of Paradise or their their Delver of Secrets, their Goblin Guide is no longer those things. It could be, again, if they tap five power worth of other creatures. So Neat. pretty pretty cool new design space for Swords to Plowshares, honestly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like this is like the kind of direction that I think a lot of people who play White are very happy to see kind of White getting its own things, things it's already good at, but in a new, different way. Yeah. You two are just looking at this card for the first time, hey? It's going yeah. to get your, it's yeah. going to get slapped onto your commander a bunch of times in the coming. It sure years. is. Yeah, it sure is. Oh, that's going to be so annoying. Sorry. Um, no, it's great. Yeah. Uh, you need the only other you need to card. Find I really five people in order to play your commander again. <laughs> they need to have an intervention. <coughs> Excuse me. The only other card I wanted to talk about is one of the ones that's not from the decks, but you can find it in. Set boosters. Or collector boosters. Or, or collector boosters. Thank you. But I, we haven't talked about that before, but I was like trying to answer my friend's questions on Twitter because um, are you about to talk about the shrine card? Yes. Yeah. So and do you know how many cards are in this list? So there's, yes. there's two, yeah, can we just talk about that? There's so, two decks, right? Yeah, there's the two decks. Uh, one is red green and one is white blue. And they have a bunch of new brand new cards and a whole ton of reprints. And then there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight cards that are also doing this thing again that I frankly still don't like. I hate that, it. Yeah. Yeah. We, I feel like we talked about this once before with Strixhaven or something. Yeah. Did they, uh, did they do it in every set last year? Uh, they've done it ever since they did it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so this like, is annoying and dumb, right? I think so. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. Uh, so there's there's a cycle of uh, Myojin, which are legendary spirits. There's a very good boy uh, with uh, Yoshimaru, oh my God, the ever the faithful dog. The boy is going to be so expensive. Yeah, it's he's like Hachiko. It's a sitting waiting for the emperor to come home. Um, 
There's a creature called Ruthless Technomancer. And then, finally, there is the Goshintai of Life's Origin, which is three and a green for a 3-4 legendary enchantment creature shrine with a Wooburg-activated ability. So hmm. the color identity for commander purposes is five color. So you can have your five color shrine commander deck. It's even a shrine. For Wooburg, return and tap. Return target enchantment from your graveyard to your hand. And whenever Goshintai of Life's Origin or another non-token shrine enters the battlefield under your control, create a 1-1 colorless shrine enchantment creature token. With no creature type. Remember, shrine is an enchantment type. Yeah. But yeah, it makes shrines. It comes down. It's two shrines that count for all your other shrines. Counting shrines and upkeep and end stuff. This so, card's great. Yeah. Sorry, did we say it to hand? We said to hand, maybe? Oh, I did. For returns target enchantment from graveyard to the battlefield. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. See, that's what Nelson was talking about with your brain just sort of shortcutting things. It's like, hey, it'd be too good if it went right into play. Surely it just goes to your hand. Nope. Nope. Does that too. Yep. Yeah, so uh, five color shrine commander. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Commander set, like, if you're going to put the the um, set symbol of commander on it, can you just put all those cards into the commander set, please? Or if you want, print commander packs. I'm okay with that too. Yeah. yeah. Give us a third kind of pack that these are in. And they also have random old stuff like Chaos Warp and alternate soul rings in them. Yeah, because this is going to be, you're going to want this, right? If you want this, you want it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's or, no, there's nothing like this. Or yeah. like put, put these eight cards in a file, release Commander Legends once a year. And like, it has a certain feel of a certain plane, but there's an explanation why you know, the other four planes that we've seen from the last year, there's a planeswalker from each one. People are chasing them or something. I don't know. Like they, they had to go to a different plane. It exists on yeah. just, just, this is messy, right? Like yes. these eight cards in the set boosters and the collector boosters. This is some annoying bullshit. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. care for this. Do, do something else. The cards are great. Sell them some other way. Yeah. It's just annoying to find. Yeah. And anyway. eight. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, there's eight of them. There's a I'd be like less mad if it was five or ten or Myojin and then three others. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Probably your best bet is to just buy them. Uh yeah. at cardkingdom.com slash LRR. <laughs> Good for Card Kingdom, I suppose. Check out cardkingdom.com slash LRR. Uh they're a great bunch of folks. And um that's the, probably your best way to find the individual singles you're looking for. Also, the show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon patreon.com slash loading ready run that's gonna do it for tap tap concede this week i've been graham joined by cameron huh and nelson don't forget to ask for the button it says high roller i'm dad right high roll i'm dad yeah uh paul has been here running tech heather gets these online and thank you all for listening we'll talk to you next time bye, bye.